0: Digital disruption continues to be a preoccupation for financial services institutions in Asia. China may have led the region in terms of the digitalization of certain elements of financial services, for example, lending, insurance, and payments, but the ASEAN countries are not far off. The COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated this race to transformation and in the process changed the way people work, learn, shop, and bank. With the region racing to embrace financial inclusion, the relative immaturity of consumers when it comes to the darker elements of digital disruption are showing up. Welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. In today's episode, we will discuss the evolving cybersecurity landscape among ASEAN countries. Our special guest for today is Michael Tan, Regional Director, Asia for Int Sites. Michael, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Yeah, good afternoon, Alan. I'm honoured to be able to join these sessions, to have a discussion with you, and also to look at uh, the current trend landscape in ASEAN, especially for financial institutions.
0: What exactly is Insight in 30 seconds or less?
1: Uh, Insight was founded in 2015 by former members of Elite Intelligence Unit in Israel Defense Force. The founders equipped with the understanding of how uh, cyber attack things, correlate and acts. I started to set up uh, and build the solutions that enable companies to use external intelligence to change the way that they protect themselves.
0: What are the key findings of the 2021 Banking and Financial Services Cyber Threat Landscape report?
1: Yep. So if you look at the report, basically we are looking at, in terms of the cyber security strategy for financial institutions, what's working, what is not working. Let's talk about things that are not working. So most organizations are autom- obtaining threat intelligence reports and ingesting that have been a norm in our regions for years, including uh, data specific to regions, industry sectors and and tactics and techniques. But However, these reports are no longer sufficient. They only provide strategy and sometimes outdated intel that does not provide contextual information. So we have seen top financial institutions with the luxury of uh, having huge budgets invest heavy resources in their cyber security fitting with red, blue or even purple teams to strengthen their defense against cyber threat. But with the current pandemic situations, most organizations face huge pressure from the management or HR to trim down their team and make them more productive in a way. So this is a challenge we see that is not working in the financial institution in ASEAN. What works is organizations, some of them realize that they have to be more proactive in protecting themselves against external cyber threat. They are focusing on getting actionable threat intelligence that is relevant to them as getting strategic and operational intelligence is not enough anymore. So they need to formulate and implement effective threat intelligence that offer complete visibilities and protections in a continuous manner with actionable, effective, mitigations. Integrations and automations are obviously now the buzzword uh, in the industry. Getting less resources to do more tasks is
0: the way ahead. And these are the findings in this report itself. Are there any particular areas that the report focused on? So if you look at the
1: report, basically, there is three areas that you need to be in concern of. Three ways. Firstly, uh, being the attack on the bank networks. Uh, where attackers are more literally to gain access to bank systems that can be used to conduct fraud on a large scale. One of the examples will be the Korean Lazada Group. This is where huge damage can be done in a large scale. Affecting the banks and so forth. So this is one of the ways that we are seeing that breaches are happened to financial institutions. Secondly, we see the proliferations of mobile banking trojans that's responsible for large scale attack, which aren't so much in at the bank network, but at their customers, either retail or business. And the third way we are seeing a growing trend as well will be payment card fraud. In this case, again, Tractors does not act against the band itself, but the retailer and other business that accept payment cards itself. So we see a trend because, especially in Asia, current pandemic situations, e-commerce, e-payment gateway are booming. This is where we see a huge increase in payment card fraud, especially in terms of scam campaigns that's happening in the developing countries in uh, Asia.
0: there's a report from the Cornerstone Advisors Group, what's going on in the banking industry. It said that nearly half of bank executives put cybersecurity on their list of top three concerns. This was in 2018, and the number declined to 36% in 2019, and then it declined again in 2020 to 21%. Why do you think cybersecurity concerns are going down in the U.S., and is this the same trend that you're seeing in Asia?
1: If you look at the reports, what I see is not the decrease of the awareness of priority of uh, cybersecurity, or cybersecurity overall, especially for financial institutions, are getting more and more predominant and moving up the scale in terms of the tasks that the CISO or the CIO is looking at. So besides just cybersecurity, a lot of the CISO and CIO, they are looking into other ways that are also making a big concern. Basically looking into data protection, looking into cloud protection in terms of security, because a lot of applications or services are moving to the cloud. They are putting more concern in that areas like talking about containing the applications in the cloud and so forth. And especially things like now, again, pandemic. Everybody is working from home. Some of the vendors that you see in the remote are uh, access, uh, business SSL VPN, uh, remote secure access, two uh, FA. Their business are booming for the last few quarters because that is also a big concern that you see the CISO and the CIO is on their mind always how to secure applications and traffic where most of their staff are now working on home. The report doesn't really say that they are decreasing the concern or priorities of cybersecurity, but they are more aware about other ways and means in terms of security that they are also putting into a higher priority as well.
0: If I look specifically, or if we look specifically, the ASEAN banks. So, how is your assessment of their security posture today? Are they up to date uh, compared to, say, the North America or the European banks when it comes to cybersecurity posture?
1: Yeah, if you look at Asia, is these interesting uh, regions because you have uh, developed countries, very mature countries with financial institutions that have very strong resource and very developed uh, structure and process in terms of enforcing their security policy, in terms of the company infrastructure, in terms of the people and so forth, especially countries like Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia. But if you see uh, financial institutions uh, in other countries, for example, like Malaysia, Philippines and so forth, because of their resource and because of the capability of the team members, what they do is that um, they are not as structured because if you look at Singapore and Hong Kong, most of the top financial institutions, they have a very, very huge resource and cybersecurity team in place. They even have a track hunting team that proactively hunt for tracks that they see using their own in-house uh, services and resource. But in other uh, countries, developing countries, uh, the financial institutions don't have that kind of luxury or capability to do that. So they are a little bit behind, and especially for the current situations, the pandemic. We see a lot of uh, challenges. We are communicating or working with a lot of financial institutions in developing countries. They are facing huge challenges in terms of a scam campaign that's been targeted on their mobile user. Because of the pandemic situations, a lot of users are moving from window-based platform to mobile platform. And you see uh, the the things like window trojans are moving to mobile. And most of all these users, they have very low security awareness and that actually form a very good target for track actors, hackers or even scammers to launch their attack or campaign on or-
0: if I switch a little bit to the regulators, you mentioned two markets, Singapore and Hong Kong and you know, the MAS and the HKMA are both very active in managing the security postures or providing guidance to financial institutions in the markets in terms of how they should be putting together their risk management strategies and their security postures. Can consumers rest comfortably thinking that their banks and regulators have measures in place to protect their assets today?
1: Yeah, so if you look at the, the trend now, if you look at Singapore and uh, Hong Kong, the user, what I see is that uh, they are pretty confident on the uh, local financial regulator that they have put in place very well caught up and uh, processed and guideline to make sure that the financial institutions or insurance uh, have all the steps in place. But of course, you see, there will always be another areas where Um, it will fall back to the user. It's up to the user to really adopt some kind of uh, awareness and some kind of alertness to protect themselves uh, against uh, scammers and so forth. So the responsibility falls not only on the institution itself, but also on the user. One of the key areas to look at is the government and the institutions need to join effort to actually come up with programs and uh, initiatives to create and kind of, uh, elevate the kind of awareness among the users across uh, different uh, uh, countries itself.
0: Given the current state of the lockdown, especially in the ASEAN markets, and the prospects of the vaccination likely not reaching critical mass until 2022, how should both banking customers and their banks, what should they be doing in order to protect their data and the monies that's in those banks?
1: If you look at the ASEAN uh, region, we have the highest growing in terms of social media adoption rate and especially at the current pandemic situations uh, everybody uh, movement is restricted everybody tend to stay at home and it become a challenge because for example Philippines is the world largest or uh, the world highest adoption rate of social media indonesia is coming up very fast because of the cheap mobile uh, equipment that's available the wide coverage of the uh, telecommunications and the competitive mobile pricing. So because of this, everybody is moving on to the social media. And if you look at it, chatters or hackers or even scammers, they are moving into social engineering to try to steal credentials from the user, from the employee. And these are the areas, the challenges that we need to really be Taken note of, especially in the developing countries in Asia.
0: Given that there are so many security vendors out there and security solutions at the same time, uh, how should the CIOs and the CISOs of these financial institutions approach their cybersecurity strategy?
1: I think one of the challenges for us we are facing is that when we talk to the CISOs and to the CIO, uh, we spend a fair bit of time trying to also educate them what is our unit value propositions? where are we positioned because most of the vendors in the market now they are extending or expanding their uh, service portfolio. A lot of vendors are overlapping each other in terms of the service offering and so forth. So the CISOs or the CIO need to draft up a very clear strategy uh, of what they want to do and prioritize that which are important and urgent and which are important and not so urgent in a way. And address especially the current trend that we see. So getting of information is very important because that's where you are able to add and prioritize the process and the procedure of how you want to go ahead in terms of uh, setting a guidelines to do a planning to strengthen your whole security posture of your organization itself.
0: Michael, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Yeah, no, really.
0: Thanks, uh, that was Michael Tan, Regional Director Asia for Insights on the topic of the evolving cybersecurity landscape among ASEAN countries. You are listening into to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. As always, stay safe, have a great day. And see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.